0: Welcome back podcast listeners we are doing the phone thing again Uh, it's actually quite relevant to the topic because we're going to be talking about mental load and to be honest Mia and I can't get our shit together we can't get organized and we can't be in the same room so we're doing another phone hopefully the sound quality is okay for you we promise that this isn't going to become a regular Um, but stay tuned for this episode I think it's going to be a goodie Welcome to the Alpha Babes podcast. you are here with the Alpha Babes sisters, Hannah and Mia. Okay, we're back and uh, I'm just working on my sound quality here. Hopefully, you guys can hear me all right. I'm just going to get Mia on the line and let's do this. Okay, I, I do believe it's calling. Actually, it wasn't. Okay, there we go. Hello? Hey. Hello? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Awesome. Well, you're on the line, you're live. I've uh, just explained to our podcast listeners that um, – this episode's very relevant. We're living proof of it because we can't get our shit organised and get together in a physical room because the mental <laughs> load is real. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Very relevant. <laughs> um, let's. Before we get into the episode, let's just give our listeners a little bit of a life update. Just if you can sum up um, your life in about three sentences. Um, off you go.
1: Okay. Um, busy. Uh, my mind feels like it's a little bit everywhere, um, right? writers on school holidays, so that's been interesting, my first school holidays um, ever, so that's been quite a lot to have to, I guess, organize him. trying to get some study done, I just like, my life feels very hectic, I'm, I'm wearing a lot of hats at the moment, so <laughs> trying to, which again, yeah, really relevant to today's topic, which I think that's why it's going to be really good, you know, when, you know, when we're passionate about something, it's always a really good podcast. So uh, yeah, yeah, and I'm it's very relevant. That.
0: Yeah, and so my updates is um, I've been deep into helping my friend Nadine um, find her her bulldog Biggie. Um, so I've been so preoccupied with that, literally vortex into my phone. Nobody else exists. I had a conversation with Mia just yesterday, and she's like, "What have you been doing?" Actually, somebody asked me that last night at dinner. What have you been doing? I I couldn't answer it. I'm like, I guess all I've been doing is this biggie thing. Um, So I've been, yeah, trying to help find their bulldog, which was taken on the 21st of March, and uh, he's still not been returned. And the further we look into it, it's like we are under – like we are – uncovering the underbelly um, of Logan, which is actually quite frightening. Um, and what else? My pool is still a swamp and it's starting to really get to me um, because I like to have a clean home um, and at the moment my washing machine is broken and I just feel like life is dirty. A bit, it's a bit okay, dirty.
1: life's dirty and I've got a lot of hats that I'm wearing. Yeah,
0: so yeah. – um, Yeah, nothing terribly exciting going on in either of our worlds other than we're just feeling like there's a lot on. So we wanted to really talk about what mental load is. Now, this is actually a fairly new uh, concept and a new word phrase, whatever you want to call it to me. Mia, what about you? Um, No, I've felt this for ever since Ryder was born. Okay. Well, I didn't know what it was. I I didn't know what mental load was. um, And obviously I've been doing it for a long time too, but I think it's nice to actually be able to label it um, and then be able to do something with it. So we're going to go into a little bit of detail about what mental load is, and maybe that might help you um, figure out if you're actually got mental load fatigue. Um, But I'm going to read a bit of a definition here. To everyone so let me just bring that up um so i'm just getting this from abcnet.au um and there's, there's quite a few articles on this but pretty much let me see where we've got um the mental load is all the mental work the organizing the list making and planning that you do to manage your life and that of those dependent on you Most of us carry some form of mental load about our work, household, responsibilities, financial obligations and personal life. But what makes up that burden and how it's distributed within households is not always equal. And Mia and I were having this conversation before we started the podcast and we were thinking, okay, well, what actually are your jobs within the household? And I started to list some and Mia started to list some and we literally had to stop the list because it was going on for too long. <laughs> and I and then we then we did the good old comparison and we thought, okay, well, what does Morgan and Josh do? What's their list? Yeah. yeah. And it was like a it was like a, you know, five second conversation, you know? Yeah, so, exactly. I want you to have a think about in your household. Who does all the planning and organizing? So who does the food shopping? Who does the cooking? Who does the cleaning? Who does the washing? Who does the folding? Does the
1: folding. Oh, but in a way. I hate the yeah. Who
0: does the teacher interviews? Who organizes the school bag? Who organizes the school parties or the you know, the birthday parties of your own child? Who organizes the gifts? You know, when we've got cousins or we've got brothers and sisters, who who does that? Who does the pickups? Who does the drop offs? I'm exhausted. I'm literally, I said yes to everything single want to do. Oh, that's me. And then who also has the responsi- responsibility of actually bringing in a wage to contribute to the household because. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. Long are the days where, you know, we are Susie housemakers at home um, because we just, the world is so bloody expensive um, yeah. that you do need those two incomes. But Mia and I were chatting and um do you want to explain what you were talking about with Josh and how he has um, that that moment of time where he's thinking of something?
1: Oh, right, yeah. So I was talking with a client um, a little while ago and she was. we were kind of on a very similar topic as we are now and um, <laughs> she was talking to a colleague and the colleague who was a male turned to her and as she was talking to him about how much stress she's under and all the things that she's got to do in like her to-do list in her head. And he goes, oh yeah, that's, that's really weird because guys have this place in their head and it's called a nothing place. And she was <laughs> like, what's a nothing place? It's not. Oh, don't you know? Don't you have one? She goes, no, I don't know. What, what is this? Like, tell me about this. And he goes, it's literally a place where guys go in their mind, And there's nothing. There's no thoughts. There's a nothing place where you're not thinking, you're not stressed, you zone out. And there's nothing. It's just like a white space. And she was like, "How? I would like a nothing space, but I can't have one because, you know, and then back to the to-do list. But it's funny because I really think that men have that. As a place, I know Josh does. Josh does it just to like zone me out. Like if I'm going on about something, he I know he has selective hearing and I reckon it's because he's in his nothing place. He's
0: just there with no one else but him.
1: Exactly. And I'm like, that sounds great. That sounds like a holiday. That sounds like a really nice break and I would like to be there.
0: I think, you know, if we kind of like unpack this a little bit and I was doing a little bit of reading before our podcast, and I think we naturally as females just assume this role, this mental load role where we are doing the planning, the organising and the to-do list. And, you know, a lot of us have watched our own mothers do that um, or we've watched other females do that around us um, and we've just naturally absorbed that into our own world.
1: Well, but, I don't know if it's a natural thing though. Like I would, I would argue that it's just like a um, – Like it's just kind of given to you. It's what's expected, don't you think?
0: Yeah, because that's what you've seen other people around you do. You didn't actually get asked. It was. No. I'm not saying you get asked. You do not get asked. You just, you actually get, you know. Like for example, if I don't do the food shopping, uh, it doesn't get done. And Morgan will look at me and his classic line is, wow, there's there's crows coming out of our fridge. (laughs) And I'll be like, what? He's like, yeah, old Barry's inside, and literally Barry is the name of our crow that is inside our fridge, and he'll say, well, you know, where's all the food? And I'm like, "Um, you see that computer over there? You can do the online shopping. You could actually go down and do something, but they don't take on that responsibility. But as soon as you don't actually do it, the questions and the expectations are, well, hang on, well, where is it? Absolutely. I hope there's a lot of other females just nodding their bloody head Um, because – I feel like this is very relevant to so many people um, and even even if you are, you know, without a partner and without a child, you will still do planning and organizing for someone else. Just you will. We just naturally absorb that into our everyday life. But I can tell you that I am exhausted and mm. uh, recently, well, not recently, you know, Morgan's had some health issues. Um, start at end of last year and you know they're still ongoing um and all of his medical appointments is my responsibility and you know that we he's got to get a second mri and we um you know i said okay honey you you know why don't you he's like i'll do it i'll do it and um two and a half weeks later passed and you know i've done the nagging hey have you made that appointment "No, no i've just been so busy at work i'm like have you made that appointment no no and then I I eventually just like I'm bloody doing it myself.
1: Yeah.
0: And I did. And so every single medical appointment is now my job to organize to the point where I now schedule it in his calendar as a reminder like So yeah, we're not partners we're PAs. Yeah, literally we I are. do feel partner. Like partner is PA. A PA. Yeah. Um, yeah. and I think that when you have really busy lives, I feel like life is just getting busier. Like yeah. I, I can't remember the last time when there was nothing on, or if mm. there is nothing on, like I don't have anything planned, my head is going. Oh, I've got to organize X, Y, Z. Yeah, and so there really isn't that nothing place, and right. and it's very yeah. and, and and I think that it's um it's dangerous long term because I was just having this conversation with somebody at the gym this morning and um. You know, we were just talking about training and how things are going. I said, yeah, so I'm not really like like into it. I said, to be honest, I just feel a bit disconnected. And there's yeah. there's something going on and I don't know if it's a COVID thing or whatever, but I feel disconnected because I'm so connected in so many other jobs and so many lists that I've got to do. And it's like I'm, I'm not connected into people, I'm connected into things. Does that make sense? You're connected to your list yeah and I don't like yeah. it. no it's actually no, no. really like I don't know like well, it's not fun i don't I don't feel like a spark or like there's joy or you know no. because it's just and keeps, you know what keeps it bigger, is? And bigger well,
1: you're just trying to get through your list and you know instead of living life, we are just ticking life off the list, you know that's what it feels like sometimes that you're just you know all the things that you've got to get done. It's just a matter of ticking it off. It, like I think that when you get so stuck into your to-do list, you've stopped living
0: you do. fully. Absolutely, yeah. 100% you do. And, you know, I know we're just having a massive whinge right now. I mean, I hope that you guys are <laughs> – This is the uh podcast. punk Alpha Babes <laughs> Whinge 101. <laughs> <laughs> We're not. This We're, is reality. This is what re- it is. Yeah, this is reality, and and I know a bunch of you are not in your heads going, "Yep, I I legit feel it too." But what do we do with mental load? Um, it's really bloody hard, and I'm not I'm not going to just say it's so easy just to re- you know take some things off your plate. Um, I use that analogy a lot with my coaching clients. Is you know tell me about your plate, what's on your plate, and they'll, it's so bloody full that where do you even start? And that's and that's that overwhelm. And yeah, Mia and I were just chatting about that earlier. And and uh, you know, like if if we were to label, you know, well, Mia, what are your hats at the moment? Just go. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. I,
1: we got asked the question of um, on our Instagram last night of um, what's your morning routine? Oh, yeah. And as I was uh, as I was writing it, I was like, oh wow, like mine so long and it hasn't even got to 8 a.m. yet and you know Josh rolls out of bed and goes to work he might you know get a coffee on the way to work but that's about it but I'm you know wake up like I've got the hat of you know looking after my physical and mental well-being that's hat one you know hat two getting right and ready for school doing the breakfast doing the uniform thing there's usually a squabble in the morning so we're just trying to you know, calm him down and then we're doing schoolwork before school and then we're doing the, you know, drop-off and blah, blah, But it's that's all my job, Mm. all of it. Then then I haven't even got to work yet. Mm. Then I've got to, you know, put my PT hat on and be there for my clients. So I have to, like, brush off any morning energy and get into the zone of helping others. Mm. And then once I've done that, you know, I might do another workout, then I'm home, then I'm studying, I've got to put my study hat on. Like I'm just forever changing the hat and then I'm back on pickup, you know, then I'm home, then I'm cooking
0: dinner. And well, you've got the Alpha Babe 13. hat or the Instagram oh, hat or the, you know, yeah. got to get content out hat, all of those. There's there's a lot. Yeah. Um, and and everybody else, you know, listening to this, they will have a range of hats that they're wearing too. Um, yeah. But it comes at a cost. And the cost that I'm feeling is is that I just feel disconnected from people. And I'm mm. so focused on this list, and I'm I, I'm actually just so fatigued, like the yeah. mental. Lo- I just feel exhausted, um, and and it, and it's coming in in an energy of lack of motivation. So yeah. you know, I've not posted on social media in ages, it like an actual physical post or whatever, because I'm just like, oh, I can't be bothered, um, yeah. and that's not that's not great because. It should – in my opinion, social media, is. it should never be a job of I have to, I have to, I have to. I think people feel that energy. You know, you want to do it because you have something to share. But when you're so fatigued and that list is so long and that mental load is so great, you don't really have much to share, you know, yeah, because no. you're so consumed in this, um, this this burden.
1: Yeah, and it's like your list is a have to, like you have to do the washing, you have to do the dishes or you have to, you know, dedicate time to, you know, schooling or whatever. It's always a have to and then it's often at the end of the day when we've got that little scarcity of space maybe on our list that's usually kept for ourselves and then you feel guilty like you're like, oh, I have to work out and then it becomes a chore. And then you're like, but that and you're right, it shouldn't be a have to. Yeah. It should be you know putting into yourself or you know expanding your business or putting energy in spaces that are going to help just you. Yeah. Um, shouldn't feel like a have to. It should feel um, exciting and, and um, you should get energy from it. But, it. but I think the problem is is that we often put that scarcity of time at the very bottom of the list. Before it, like, like if I'm going to be honest, like my my laundry comes before me. Sometimes I'm like, why? <laughs> like the laundry is going to be there when I get back. Why can't I uh, put it into myself to yeah. do some meditation or something like that? It's I think the secret to at the end of the day, the list is always going to be there. Like let's face it, like things still need to get done. But I think it's the way we organize our list that mm. will help us. Get the most out of it, we're still achieving, but we're also not fatiguing. And I think the secret to not fatiguing is to put energy into ourselves first. Would you
0: agree? Absolutely. And I want to give our audience um, some tips into, well, I'm definitely going to be applying them to my own life currently. And I know Mia is as well, but I want to be able to go, okay, cool. So we feel the burden of this mental load, but what do we do with it? Because remember, we all have the power um to create the change that we want in our own life we can either be victim to the mental load or we can actually rise above that and go you know what i'm tired of having the mental load i'm ready to do something so yeah
1: the
0: the the most important tip number 1 is take a break um so yeah. we know that many women take on the mental load of the household Um, and they're probably unaware of the long-term effects that that will have on them. Um, So it's important to take a break, to step back and just go, hey, the house doesn't need to be super clean. I don't really necessarily need to do that load of washing today. I just need to actually spend some time doing nothing, that beautiful nothing space. I think we consciously (laughs) have to create it. in More so than perhaps what dudes do. Um, because we're just so frantic most of the time. So taking a break, stepping back and having perspective on what's going on is much, much needed. And, and sometimes it actually means physically removing yourself from your home environment and taking Mm. yourself to the beach or to nature or somewhere else where you're actually going, I can't see my laundry. I can't see the sink. I can't see yeah. the homework that needs to be done. I can't see my computer for study. Right now all I see is what's in front of me. So yeah. tip one is take a break um, and, yeah, know that that doesn't mean you're giving up. It just means that you're giving back to yourself and you're putting into you. you purposely mm. creating that space. Yeah. So, I think – sorry, go. No, you go. I was
1: going to say tip, this is hard over the phone, Pia. <laughs> Sorry. It's, it's so interesting doing podcasts over the phone. Like I can usually see Hannah talking, but, um, anyway, I'll continue to butt in, but, um, I think tip number two, like I think, like what I think is a good tip for myself is reorganizing the list. Mm. Um, like I said before, you know, prioritizing laundry, um, unless you're running a laundry mat. <laughs> professionally. It doesn't, re- you know, it doesn't have to be at the top of the list. Like I understand everyone needs clean underwear. Um, make sure you have clean underwear. But, um, you know, reorganizing the list so it serves you instead of you serving it. Yeah. I think that's, yeah. I,
0: I couldn't agree more. I just want to add to that is – one of the things that's most beneficial for me is you get your notepad out, you dump everything that you've got to do, you look at that list and you choose five. What are your five biggest rocks for that day? What are the five things that have to be done?
1: Mm,
0: and it, mm, it could I call them even, my non-negotiables. Yeah, it could even be three. It doesn't necessarily have to be five all the time. But then the things that aren't getting done that day just become your task for tomorrow or the following yeah. day. And and it yeah. is it is about... You know, when you are overwhelmed or when you're feeling fatigued or when you're feeling like you don't know when this is all going to stop, one of the most beneficial things that I can do when I'm in that space is just getting it out, dumping it onto page with Mm -hmm. a pen and just sitting back and going, okay, that's now out of me. I don't longer need to swim in that. But now I actually need to step back and go, okay, where can I create some energy and movement in this space in mm. this list,
1: mm. and, and then it's that cat-
0: categorizing. Yeah, and then be okay of walking away, which leads in to my next point, um, tip three, which is reduce your expectations. I think so many of us, especially women, um, we feel the need to be the be- you know, the, the perfect partner the perfect mum, the perfect employee, the perfect student. The You know, we just have ridiculously high expectations on ourselves to be perfect at whatever we do. But Also, having just oh, – I'll add to that. Sorry,
1: again, for Buddy in But um, having high expectations of ourselves, I think, also opens it up for others to have the right to have high expectations of you.
0: Oh, great. Do you know
1: what I'm – Do you know what I mean? Like, if you're like, you know, your house is prestige clean 24 you know, seven days a week, and then, you know, like, you have that expectation, and I think, like, it's not to say just let everything slip, but I think it also those around you it's like oh hi I mean this is my wife Sally and she's very clean like (laughs) I don't know we open we open the door for that to be okay of an expectation that others put on us yeah and so it's got to be realistic and I think that um yeah as Hannah said you've got to be you've got to be realistic with your expectations of what is doable and what is not doable without breaking yourself off
0: absolutely and and girls I'm gonna give you like my hottest tip you ready for it so um I'll tell you a story um so Morgan wakes up every morning and he walks the dogs in the morning and um there was a period of time where he'd walk the dogs and you know I'd clean up the kitchen because I've got this thing where I you know my, my kitchen has to be clean in order for me to have my breakfast and sometimes I'm just going to be real I don't always clean my kitchen at night I am exhausted so I wake up and do that when I've got energy and as I'm doing that I'm you know I got into this bit of a role of making Morgan breakfast and I was really enjoying that anyway um, I didn't do it one day and he got back and he was like where's my breakfast and i'm like yeah um that's not an expectation and yeah um and i just said listen i said this is a bonus if you get breakfast it's a bonus it can't be something that you just expect and i change it up all the time so i just keep morgan guessing so sometimes he gets breakfast and sometimes he doesn't but i don't
1: that's keeping it spicy um, yeah
0: <laughs> and then and it's also just again not putting yourself in this box of oh i'm now wake up in the morning and do the dishes and make him breakfast because you're just making you're making it harder for yourself long term you're just wow. adding to that mental load so keep And it. then
1: i bet you actually enjoy when you do make his breakfast you actually probably enjoy it
0: I love doing it but i don't love doing it when he expects it
1: No exactly so yeah. i
0: just like to go Today you have it and tomorrow you might not. So it's a little game. It works. So try that hot <laughs> tip out. Um, but, yeah, I do think you're right. Um, I do think that, you know, these expectations just you got to think about what you can do long term. Now we could all probably have the cleanest house and make our partners breakfast and, you know, organize everything, but we're going to burn out. And so it's not really a long-term plan and we've got to think that sometimes you know Mm. um the the next point uh, unless you want to jump in is is to delegate to reduce the mental load you've got to kind of have a conversation with who's in your household and say okay cool uh these are the time to
1: pull your weight yeah
0: (laughs) you need to just pull that finger out get off the couch and do something and
1: look i've got a spare duster with your name (laughs) on it That's, that's my approach
0: that's right and I think that, you know, I've had conversations with clients before where, you know, they, they are the only people that clean in their house and their teenage kids are just on, you know, just reclined watching their TV shows doing nothing. And sometimes it can feel like a burden to just even ask your kids to do anything, you know, or it just seems like another thing on your list to have to ask. But mm. I would argue that and say... That if you have children and your children aren't doing any sort of housework, you're it's actually a disservice to them long term. And, the re- and and I know people know this, but I'm just gonna make this bloody clear. So you you actually when you when you delegate a job to your child to do, what you're actually teaching them is a very important life skill called responsibility. And if that doesn't get done then it's on them and that is what life is you 100%. are responsible for things and so mm. the younger that you teach your children this the better it is long term and I oh, be- I do it now yeah and I agreed I believe that kids as as young as probably four uh, I think it might be a bit tricky at three but hey if you've got a three-year-old ready go for it um You've got to teach them some sort of responsibility, and it could be as easy as making their bed, and that is their responsibility. But it is. We do that. We also do, like, if Ryder makes a mess,
1: I say, if you make a mess, that's your responsibility to clean it. If I make a mess, mummy cleans it. So yeah. Ryder knows that if he makes a mess, that's on him to clean it.
0: It's good and it's good and it's good to teach our kids responsibility and to give them something and it is also very healthy as women to actually ask for help because a lot of us don't. A lot of us just do it ourselves because it's just simpler. Like I can remember mum, do you remember mum like never asking for us to do anything and then then she would explode and then you would just be like launching yourself off the couch racing to get the mop and like yeah. she'd just be going off and she didn't do it very often. It, it, I think there's like a handful of times that she did but she was obviously yeah. an explosion. And then yeah. as a child I remember thinking, well, why don't you just ask? And yeah. and and then mum's right. response would be, I sure didn't have to ask, right? Yes, um, but- which is so true. You know what?
1: That would be my response if Josh was like, all oh, you have to do is ask. I'd be like, I don't have to. Yeah, that would actually, I could, I now put myself in mum's shoes and that is so annoying. Like you shouldn't have to ask it sometimes initially to get things like delegated and to get things rolling be like, hey, guys, I need some help. You know, this is your job. Like you're, you're in charge of taking out the rubbish or whatever it is. Um, I think then, you know, if they don't know, they don't know. So you've got to ask.
0: You gotta ask, and you also gotta embed that into like um, a habit and a routine. And our kids need that, and our men need that. They thrive off routine, things being the same, um, and being able to predict it, and blah blah blah. So, if they know what they're responsible for, um, then it's their job to get it done. And and I would say this with um, with clients that have a family meeting, sit down and say, okay my job is to be the best mum and I want to be the best mum for you. And right now mum is feeling stressed and feeling like I've got a lot to do and I need your help. And so we're going to sit down as a family and we're going to all nominate ourselves for one thing for the week. And it could just be mm. that, you know, um, the – Johnny says, "Okay, cool. I'll do. I'll hang the clothes out," or Sally might say that she's going to fold it or whatever. But let the kid yeah. choose. And then it's not your job to nag them. Just FYI, it's not your job to, you know, get your whip out and whip it, but then have a following meeting if they do nothing and then have the big disappointment chat. Johnny, your uh, job was to hang out the washing. How many times this week did you do it? Oh, once. And and how do you feel about that? How do you feel um, you contributed to our family? Do you think you helped our family or do you think you took it away? And, Hectic. Yeah, but, <laughs> but that child's going to learn that way. What's mm. going to happen is if you nag them and you, you're just adding to your mental load, you're actually not reducing it.
1: Kind it is not I, your job to nag. No, no. I actually made an announcement a few weeks ago. <laughs> Um, a, month, a couple of months ago, actually, now to Josh, I was so sick of the fact that I'm doing the washing and then I'm putting the washing out and then I'm folding the washing and then I'm putting it away. I was like, why do I get the whole process? And he's like, oh, I just, you know, I just hate putting clothes away. And I was like, cool. So I like it because I can tell you I don't. He's like, yeah, but you know, like, and I was like, no, that's fine. I'm going to put my stuff away and you're going to put your stuff away. I'll fold it. And now I just neatly put it onto the dresser. And I, even though it shits me because it takes him like sometimes a week to put it in the drawer that it's on top of, I have removed myself of the expectation that you put I, it just, away. I put, yeah, I've just like, cool, that's not my job now. If you want your clothes put away, you have to, you have to do some of the process too. And guess what? It's taken a little bit, but ladies, the, the undies <laughs> are in the drawer now. He's putting it away. We, we've successfully done it. <laughs> Sometimes it's a little bit of like a um, what do they call it a um a, a Mexican standoff. I'm like, no, I'm not doing it, and just flat out refuse, and I'll just leave it there until he is forced to put it away. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that's my approach.
0: So I think Mexican standoff. Mexican standoff. So if we just revise our tips to reduce mental load, you know, tip one is take a break. You know, step back, have have a bit of a breather. Know that things don't need to get done. Take yourself to the beach, to a nature walk, somewhere where you can't see the jobs that you've got to do and just breathe um, because you need that because it can become massively overwhelming. Step two would be to organise your list and categorise it, dump it all out, um, reduce your expectations of what you have on yourself um, mm. because, yeah, if you just set the bar too high, it's not sustainable long-term um so that was tip three and tip four was to delegate sit down have a family meeting and don't be the nagger just be the person at the end of the day that follows up follow through is really important and really important in the thinking process of human beings because you want them to reflect on their own behavior so if you're forever mm. riding them on their behavior you're sitting on the couch and you're not doing this rah 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 you're that You're not actually getting that person to cognitively think about what it is that they mm. need to do. So if you're asking good quality questions at the end of the week as to why they haven't completed these chores and how that has impact, you're going to have a greater uptake for the following week than if you were just to be the person riding them with the whip.
1: Mm. Mm. So Absolutely.
0: Yeah, so I guess like I guess the thing is is the mental load is real. Um, you know, me and I are definitely feeling that right now. Um, and you know, for me, it's coming in a, in a form of disconnection and just feeling like I'm connected to my list, and 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 now I don't even want to be connected to my list, like which is yeah. because I'm in the overwhelmed space. Um, so I am a hundred percent going to be doing these tips myself yeah. um, over the next yeah. couple of weeks, and and just. Yeah, looking at life through a different lens because mm. time continues to go on, life continues to go on and you want to be able to enjoy it. You want to remember yeah. it and you want to be there present.
1: Yeah, I think there's, yeah, absolutely. Life, life's there to be enjoyed and not constantly be putting your head in the list and stressing that things aren't getting done, you know. How much, how much are we missing when we do that? That's yeah. my scary thought. Yeah. I'm like, what am I missing out on? Because I'm so focused on this never-ending list. You know, what 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 experiences am I not able to have because of it? And that, mm. you know, life is about, yeah, having those experiences and living it. And, um, you know, that shapes us to who we are. So I think that, you know, you just be careful with what you're missing out on. um because of because of the list. I think a really big one for me that I will definitely be implementing is um, reorganizing, you know, um, re- reassessing my non-negotiables for my list and then things that are not really a big ask, you know, and, and that take five minutes, which is like washing and all of that sort of stuff, I'm leaving that to the bottom of the list. There's far more other things. They're important. And even scheduling in time to be present, Mm. like that is on my list, be present. Yeah. You know? So it's just a nice reminder. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. So there we go, um, Alpha Babes. There's our... There's our two-week delayed episode. I think we had two weeks between the last one. Um, We will get our shit together. Um, What we're wanting from you guys um, is we're super interested to know topics that you would like us to chat about. Um, We always like to have things that are relevant for you. So if you do um, have something that you'd love us to share, send us an Instagram message or DM us um, or a Facebook message if you choose to use Facebook. Um, and as always, we love your um, reviews. Um, we'd love to get our reviews up to a hundred. I think we're at fifty nine at the moment. It takes two seconds out of your day. Um, if you enjoy what we do and you enjoy tuning in and you get a laugh and you get some value, let us know. Um, you can only do this through Apple. You cannot do this through Spotify. Um, Based on our stats, we have a lot of you on Apple, just saying. Um, so, yeah. so open up, <laughs> open up your so Apple review phone away. and review yeah. away. Um, and don't just give us stars. Give us some words um, because then they count as an entire review. Um, so until next time, guys, we, we hope that, you know, you found this episode somewhat interesting. And also if you were in the same boat as Mia and I, be kind to yourself. Take time out, reorganize your list, delegate, lower your expectations and know that um, you can have a life where you're connected and present but you cannot mm. when you you are having the burden of the mental load. Yeah. So there we go. Until next time, hopefully Mia and I will be in person. We'll have our shit together. Our, our list will be so organized. And, so it's uh,
1: going to be so categorized. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway, <laughs> until next time, we love you guys and we appreciate you. And uh yeah, we'll be back next week. All right. Okay. See you guys. Bye. Bye.